Are you wanting more Totally Mackinac Island podcast? Well, here's how you can get it. Be sure to follow Totally Mackinac Island podcast on Instagram. Not only do I share everything that I talk about on the podcast, but then throughout the rest of the week, I share other invaluable information that is actually going on on the island at that very moment. How that is done, up in my Instagram stories. I also like to share a bunch of pictures and videos that I have taken throughout my visit on the island. Another great way for more information about the podcast is always go to the blog. There I have all the links available for everything I have discussed. That is www.totallymackinaw.com. If you go on there, you will find everything I have ever discussed on the podcast, how you need to link up to it, and what other information you can have. As always, thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys have learned so much. I love sharing all that I can with you. It has actually even helped me learn more about the island. And I always appreciate those reaching out to give me more information to share with everyone else. Now back to the show. Located on the crystal blue waters of Lake Huron lies Mackinac Island. She is tucked in between Michigan's upper and lower peninsulas. Indulge me as I share all the ins and outs of the place that stole my heart. This is totally Mackinac Island. Hello everyone, Heather here. I don't know if I formally introduced myself um, ever at the beginning of the show. I feel like I might have, but... I think in listening to other podcasts that I just need to reintroduce myself again. Once again, my name is Heather and I am a hairstylist in Northern Indiana. And the goal of this podcast is to help give you insights to everything that I have learned from all my years of going up to Mackinac. And sometimes it's little tips, little tricks, places to stay, just give you a guide that sometimes is extra helpful not to say that their Travelers Bureau page is not amazing. This just gives you from a tourist point of view, which I think can help tremendously, and I hope it does with you. With that being said, I'm also very excited because this Thursday, I head back up there for the second time this year. This is the first time I've ever gone two times in one year. My goal is to go from now on at least three times a year. Ideally, maybe four if I can do the winter time. One of the reasons I don't, as I've emphasized before, I'm extremely clumsy and I feel like if there is a lot of snow and ice covering the ground there, um, I know it would be limited anyway, but seeing as how it's probably not in my best interest to do something like that. But with that being said, that doesn't mean that it can't happen in the winter because I don't know if many of you guys have noticed the last few years, Winters are not like they used to be. For example, when Halloween would come around when I was little, I mean, you kind of didn't know if you were gonna get some snow on that day. And I mean, that can still happen today, but the last few years at Christmas Eve and Christmas time, there's hardly any snow. And I am sorry, I like to have snow on those holidays. That's me, that's what I live for. Granted, after that it can stop, but I swear it tends to start on New Year's Eve and doesn't stop until the end of February, which to be honest, even through January, it's not too bad. It's almost as if winter takes all of February up. I don't know. I got offside track with that. 
So I will be heading back up to Mackinac this weekend. It is the last official weekend that they are open. Now, hearing me say that, I need to emphasize this a little bit. The island is open year round, all right? But starting after this weekend, a lot of the shops, hotels, restaurants close up for the season. From what I've heard, they just can't substantiate enough income through the whole year to do that. So that's why their season is usually just six months out of the year. They do have some weekends, for example, New Year's Eve weekend, they open back up and they'll have that available. A few of the businesses will reopen back up for that. And the, you can get to the island still through the ferries as long as there's no ice on the water. Once the lake completely freezes over, the ferries won't run anymore. So the only other option is to fly or I would never do this. So God love those people that do. They take snowmobiles across the lake and it's called the ice bridge. I will do an episode on that one time. Now I feel like I don't know too many tourists that might do that. Maybe, but I feel it's maybe more of the local thing to do. So if you are wanting to explore the island in the winter months, know that that is an option. It's just gonna be very isolated. That might be something that you'd wanna have, but know that you are not gonna be able to go into the fudge shops. Mackinac City you can, Mackinac Island you cannot, all right? So I am so excited for this coming weekend because I've been kind of watching obsessively as I always do, and they have a lot of fun activities planned. Okay, starting Friday, October 22nd, the Haunted Trail and Maze at the Grand Hotel goes from 6 to 8.30. It's $5 for those that are non-guests. And then from 9 p.m. to 2 a.m., live music and dance parties at various businesses. So uh, we arrive on Thursday, so we will be finding out what places to visit on Friday night for those late night parties and dances. I, I hope I can stay up late. I'm, I'm not going to lie. It, I just can't do it as well, but for some reason when I get to Mackinac, I turn into young at heart again, I guess you could say. Saturday the 23rd sounds really fun. They have at starting at 11.30, the Great Turtle Trail Run and Half Marathon. Folks, I have done the Lilac 10K, and when it took off, you're down Main Street, and then you have to run down, and you come to the hill that you have to go up. Oh my God, I, I've done a marathon, I've done triathlons, this hill just about killed me. And you, I mean, you have to walk it. If, even if people were trying to run it, you're still like almost power walking it. So I'm very curious to see the trail of this um, marathon that they have. I'll try to look it up and I'll post it on the blog and the Instagram page for Totally Mackinac so you can see it. I feel like the half marathon does a little bit more inland and I'm guessing from the Great, o Great Turtle Trail Runs, obviously that's gonna be a little bit more inland. So we were talking about going and cheering them on because my one friend that's coming with me, her and I did the Chicago Marathon a few years ago. <laughs> I was laughing. I said, hey, what do you think of that? She's like, yeah, I'm just going to cheer them on. Because it is. It's, it's always fun to cheer people on for that. All right. That afternoon from 3 to 4.30 is downtown trick-or-treating. And that is going to be for all the kids. So excited to see this. I am sure that so many of the businesses participate. I am definitely going to suggest that we get a spot to sit and watch all of the kids go by. I, 
I cannot wait to see how cute this is going to be. Um, I'm going to talk to a lot of the locals to see if it's more that they go up and down Main Street, Market Street, or maybe they hit both streets. So that stay tuned for that. Okay. Then again that night from 8 to 9.30, a different time, the Haunted Trail and Maze at the Grand Hotel. Then um, from 9 to 2, they will have costume parties at various businesses for that e evening. We are dressing up. So when we do the Haunted Trail, um, it will be in our costumes. Originally, I was going to do this blow-up unicorn thing. It was hilarious. And when I got it, I tried it on and it had a battery pack and I didn't have any batteries so I finally got the batteries well when I didn't know this and maybe it said it in the description it is a battery pack that is located in a fan that keeps it inflated at all times and that's fine because it does make sense because then you can deflate it if you need to for any reason I was so annoyed by that it was it wasn't super loud but I just, I didn't love it. And so I ended up going out at the last minute and getting something else. And I considered doing this one in costume. In the past, my costumes are always really big deals. Well, because we're going up there, I'm kind of limited. I didn't want to make it difficult packing-wise. I didn't want to make it difficult makeup-wise. So I just went for something fun and simple. And honestly, I think it's going to be a hoot. It's, it's nothing too crazy. But you know what? The friends I'm going with, we're going to have a great time. So that is going on for their last Halloween weekend, open weekend for Mackinac. All right, with that being said, I'm gonna actually get to the full topic of what I'm gonna to discuss today, and that is Dowd's Market. Now, if you are like me and you have visited the island, you know exactly what I'm talking about. This is the only market on the island. There is a small little general store that is located up where a lot of the local residents live. And when I say tiny general store, like it is inside of a house, it's not anything. For maybe some of those that are up there, it's gonna give you a few little simple things. But if you are needing staples for your house, everything, this is gonna be Dowd's Market. And it's, you know, you, you might be thinking, why am I talking about this? And it's not something you really hear about, but this particular one is very unique. It is America's oldest operated grocery store. Starting in 1884, it was founded by James and Patrick Dowd. For over 130 years, this establishment has been the main shop on Mackinac. So is there, there's the main shop located on Main and Ford Street. Recently, the owner, fourth generation, Andrew Dowds, expanded Dowds Market and Deli down by Shepler's Ferry Dock. Here is just, it's just like quick meal options with sandwiches, pizza, and salad. It's, it's extremely convenient because, well, the regular market is not that far away. Um, okay, when you get off the ferry, if you just need to grab something real quick, if you want some water, it's right there. They have a lot of to-go options which are really great. If you're getting ready to take around the island to ride, you can go in there and get some of those to do, all right? That is actually closing this weekend. It won't be open when we're there, which is not a problem. We don't need that. But it is just a cute little to-go shop. It's not got a ton of things, but it does have a nice small option. So that is something to always remember that if you are halfway down Main Street and think, oh man, I passed out, there's another little mini location that you can hit it up, all right? The main store has modern taste with essential grocery picks, complemented by grab-and-go items, local products along with beer and wine selections. 
So um, their B and wine selections really have expanded. And I'll get to that in a minute. But that is something that is actually really nice that I know going up there, and I'm gonna say this too, their prices are not overpriced, okay? Nothing in there is overpriced. You would think with them being shipping over there, everything it's gonna be, and it's not, okay? So keep, bear that in mind. You're not gonna go in there and be like, I am not gonna pay this much for that when back home it's this. That's not, you're not gonna run into that, all right? Another thing to remember, uh, they have a web page which is extremely user-friendly and one thing I did notice if you know that you are going to be going ahead you can order online ahead they just ask that you give them 24-hour notice within your arrival that way if you wanted to place an order if you're staying at a condo or even if you're staying at one of the local hotels that your order is ready when you get there uh, that I'm sure they'll let you know if something is not there so that way if you actually have to pick it up otherwise besides there all right and um, they have a wide variety and they ask you to be very specific when placing your order okay do you remember that they use horse-drawn transportation weather can be an uh, it, with the horse-drawn transportation and sometimes weather there could be some delays all right there are charming trinkets are available to purchase online um, that they are at the store um, or online as well from cups to t-shirts so you can remember this iconic store and they've really branched out a little bit more and um, I, I'm not gonna lie I think like some of the trucker hats are really cute um, and I really, listen I know this sounds crazy if I were to live on an island I think it would be so fun to work at this market I don't know why I just think it's so cute I think it would be so fun it's open year-round it's just uh, their hours are fantastic it just would I think it would be a great place to work they seem to have a lot of the same people that have been there for a long time and obviously it's done very well because this is on the fourth generation of owners all right um, one thing I do love to do is to get the on-the-go meals right there okay then also walking right next door to Marquette Park and enjoying a picnic and my friend Rachel and I did that last year. We were um, walking around and we knew that, well, COVID again was going on and we were gonna be restricted a little bit to where we could go in and eat. And I said, let's just go in here to Dowd's. And we each got something simple. I think I got a slice of pizza and she got something. Went over to the picnic table, sat down. We could overlook the harbor or Main Street as the tourists are going by and just sat there and relaxed and enjoyed it. And that was so nice to have that option, okay? The other thing is, is that earlier this year, I wanted lunch. I packed my lunch a lot of times in a cooler, and I thought maybe I'll go to one of the restaurants and get a salad. They were really busy. I was not upset about that. But I didn't want to go back, and I, I didn't want to make a, a lunch there. So I knew that I could go into Dowd's and get something. I got a cheeseburger to go with some chips. They now also have self-checkout lanes. They have four or five of them, I believe. So before they only had three checkout lanes and obviously they were run by people and stuff. So this helps move the flow in there so it can go through there a lot smoother, all right? And a couple years ago, back to the beer and wine, they expanded out. There used to be a store next to it and this store, I don't remember the name of it, they 
obviously either closed, didn't make it, sold it to Dowds, I have no idea. With them doing that, that allowed Dowds to expand even more to have more of a selection of beer and wines that you can purchase there. And it just, it doesn't feel too cramped in there, which I really like. I will be sure to share a lot of photos of this adorable little charming market that is on the island that is the America's oldest supermarket. In doing research for this, I was kind of curious. This is the problem that I have found with doing some research for some of these podcasts. And I, I've seen this on other podcasts when they do this, that you start going down a rabbit hole because you kind of start thinking of other things like, well, what got this going? And um, in the United States, that uh, grocery store is defined as a store that sells food and household supplies. Supermarket, in other words, is a common U.S. usage. Grocery store is a synonym for supermarket. So the concept of the self-service grocery store was developed by entrepreneur Clarence Saunders and his Piggly Wiggly stores. The first, which was opened in 1916, Saunders awarded several patents for this ideas he incorporated into his stores. They have been a huge success for him because of that. If you aren't familiar with the Piggly Wiggly stores, I feel like it's more of a southern based store. They're not, I don't, they're not in the northern states. I've never seen them up here. But when I think of Piggly Wiggly, I always think of Steel Magnolias because the one line that she talks about with drum. Anyway, getting sidetracked with that. But I don't know. Do you remember watching shows when you were growing up? Like, let's say Little House on the Prairie. And they used to go to the general store and that had everything in it. So you would have, you know, your food. You'd also get... Um, your clothing like fabric there and stuff and then you would have an account and you would place it all on there and then you would pay at the end of the month and it's just funny to see how things have changed throughout the years of doing this and especially now with supermarkets covid really threw this into the the ring with ordering online and having groceries delivered I lived in Chicago for a couple years, and let me say something. This would have been so ideal at the time because there is nothing worse than when you're in your apartment and you realize you just don't have anything. And I was very lucky that actually a Walgreens was just down the road for me. They had just a few staple items that could get me by, but how convenient now that you can get online, order from your grocery store, and then even have it delivered if that is an option through them. If not, you do have that option to go drive up and pick it up. Obviously, it doubts that is not going to be happening uh, that you can <laughs> drive up. But as it said, as I said earlier, they do allow you to order a lot online ahead of time, and then they will deliver it to you. But it's just it might take a little bit longer than your typical delivery service that you're used to. Okay, so if you have not gone into the supermarket. I highly encourage you to, even if you don't need anything, just check it out. It's just got a whole nostalgic feel to it. Um, I think I don't know if it's because it, the lighting in there, it's very cozy. It just reminds you of an old general store, but with all the modern amenities that you need to have. And it's fun to follow them through the winter because they will do a lot of things for, obviously because they are open year round, 
I have seen them have raffles uh, for a snowmobile and different giveaways that they've had there. So I highly encourage you to follow them on social media or get on their website and look them up and see what all that they have to offer or purchase yourself the little neat trinket if you want from America's oldest super grocery store, America's oldest grocery store, excuse me. So with that being said, I am extremely excited also for next weekend when I am there because I used um, this sound bite that I loop in the background noise because I never know if my dogs are going to bark or if a car is going to go by and be speeding by here and be so loud. Well, I really got to thinking, how can I change it up? And next week when I'm there, I'm going to sit down and I have the app downloaded so I can record the sounds of Mackinac to have playing in the background. You guys, I'm so excited for that because there's nothing better than that sound. And anybody who loves that island knows what I'm talking about. And for me, one of the things that always makes me think of Mackinac is seagulls. I mean, seagulls are everywhere, but for some reason, I always think of Mackinac when I hear those seagulls squawk and they're flying all around. And of course, the horses, the hooves going by. And of course, there's the horses and their hooves, which a lot of the horses have left the island already. Just another side note, too. They take them off. They start leaving sometimes as soon as right before Labor Day or right after Labor Day, they start taking them to a farm in Northern Michigan where they are treated like the kings and queens that they are and fattened up for the next season because they work hard. But let me tell you something, those drivers of these carriages, they take care of their horses. Mackinac takes care of the horses. It's always just refreshing to know that because I think as a society, when we see them doing some of this stuff, we think, oh my gosh, this is so hard for them. That's why I highly encourage you to take some of the carriage tours because they talk to you about the horses and why certain horses are used for the one part of the carriage tour and certain horses are used for the other part of the carriage tour because they are designed and their bodies are built to handle that. And the drivers take a special care for them and they want to make sure that they are treated as the royalty that they are. All right, folks. So look up Dowd's Market. Enjoy as you scroll through a little bit of history as you look at that. And I look forward to sharing with you some more tips and tricks of Mackinac Island. Until next time, have a good one.